think about the last time you were super motivated. Not kind of motivated, but really motivated to do something. Like you wanted to see this great change occur in your life. That fire that was burning inside of you. Think about that feeling. How long did it last? An hour? A day? A week? A month? How long did that motivation, that fire, sustain? Today we're going to talk about that. And why this myth of living on motivation ultimately leads to goals not being achieved. This is Mental Maps, a podcast about navigating the mind. My name is Dr. Josh Waddell. I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner, mental health counselor, and host of this show. The content of this show is focused on creating a better understanding about the mind and how you can achieve optimal well-being. Welcome back to Mental Maps. I hope this finds you well as always as you continue your journey of change and challenging your mind and growing within yourself. As we walk with this journey together on this podcast, I hope that things are going well for you. If you're not, if you're in a season of feeling challenged, I hope today is going to be somewhat of a, of a gut check and be able to get you back on your path. And if you're just getting new to it, I really hope that you're able to build upon this because I really think no matter what you're trying to do and what you're trying to change, this is something that everybody falls into and it's really applicable in your life. And so we're going to kind of open up with this really myth and it's that motivation is the way to change. Many people sell things and promote things and and we read things that really is only on motivation. Now, when you jump into that, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, every single thing you read in depth about motivation, whether it's from David Goggins, whether it's from Jocko Wilnick, whoever it is, Jim Rohn, you're going to hear in it the concept of discipline. And that's what we're going to get to today. But we're first going to talk about the concept of motivation. Because motivation is something that we're all longing for. That fire, that drive to go do something, to change something, to excel at something. Everybody's had it. You know, whether it's like your academics, whether it's, you know, achieving, you know, a certain part in your company, whether it's making more money, whether it's getting a certain thing. We're all motivated to do something. Now, ultimately, some of those motivations may not be very healthy for you, and that's something that you can talk about. Maybe we talk about in this episode. But at the end of the day, we're all motivated. The difference is, is how long does that motivation last, and can I base my change on it? Because for so many people, motivation is the starter, but it also tries to be the longevity of your change. And it just cannot do it. So when we think about motivation, motivation is just a motiva- is it just an emotion. It is not a behavior or a set of behaviors. It's not even really a mindset. You know, we talk about people who are motivated. People who are motivated are in an emotional state. It's like saying that I am feeling very happy or I'm feeling very energetic or I'm feeling something. Or read enough books to make this thing sustain. And the reason is because it is emotionally taxing meaning that one motivation is other emotions and then it's resource taxing from the brain remember motivation requires resources from the brain and it requires a lot of resource now for some people that may be less than others like you can read as i said earlier like books like david goggins and jim Rohn and, and jocko wilnick and guys like that who are just like wildly motivated but what you'll always see is that they have a discipline that allows them to be that motivated we have a discipline that allows them to be that focused. 
And so if we know that motivation is going to fade, if we know that that fire is there, it's got to be important or we wouldn't feel it the way we feel it, how do we use it? So motivation is a starter and an energizer. I'll say that again. Motivation should be a starter and an energizer. That fire should be that starter for you. That fire should energize you when you need it and when you feel it. But it cannot be the basis of what your change is created on. What your change needs to be created on is structure. And how do you create that structure? Self-discipline. And that in itself is the key to any change. Whether you're trying to stop using drugs, stop making poor decisions, be a better husband, be a better wife, be a better partner, trying to get that next promotion, trying to lose weight, trying to learn a second language, whatever you're trying to do, ultimately it all all comes down to how structured is your behaviors that lead you to your change and how disciplined are you within your structure to get to that end goal. So when we think about it, an example I like to use is that I do a lot of recovery work uh, with people who are coming off different drugs and alcohol and things such as that. And one thing that you all have always noticed is that most people come in very motivated to get sober. Um, every now and then you may see someone who's like court ordered or something like that, but ultimately they're always pretty motivated. Whether it's like a legal thing or the, you know some child custody thing, there's always these things with it. But one of the biggest challenges for people is that they if they don't create that structure then they will really struggle when times get tough or things kind of fade and that motivation fades. We see motivation fade in about three months. That's one of the reasons that if you look at like the old AANA uh, big book type of criteria, they would say you need to do 90 meetings in 90 days. And the reason for that is that within about three months, you've created that structure. And so when the motivation of being sober kind of fades, there's that structure and that discipline that's already there that you can kind of build on. And it makes a lot of sense, not to say that it's secure all because we know there's those challenges within that kind of treatment. But we know for a lot of people, it saved a lot of lives. And one of the reasons for that is it created a structure of these daily meetings that you're going to. You're reading this daily book. You're doing this daily work. And you build your life and you build your change around that. And I think that's a great example of just how to create your own change. Not some of the other stuff that's in it, but just really the daily things you are doing to create that change. And so when we think about it, how do we continue the change? How do we continue the structure? And that comes to self-discipline. And that is really the main focus of what we're going to talk about today. There's a lot of different definitions of self-discipline. And I think really self-discipline can be seen in a lot of different concepts of life. And, and so like it's, you know, one's ability to control one's feelings and like you have the discipline to control your own emotion or you have the discipline to overcome your own weaknesses. You know, you see like Navy Seals and, and David Goggins and Jocko Wilnick, those guys talk a lot about that. Or it's your ability to do these different things. The definition I really like, and I think it's really important to any change, it's the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite the temptations to abandon it. Meaning that whether... No matter what's going on around you, you are disciplined enough to continue to press forward. So whatever your brain has given this high-level importance to, you continue to pursue even when you feel like it's not as important today. And that is a challenge. And I think that is where a lot of people struggle in their changing is because that discipline is not there. And so they find themselves trying to create a structure, but when the temptation occurs, they just fall 
and, and it's a really challenging experience for a lot of people. And so why is it different? So why is self-discipline any different than motivation? Because self-discipline many times doesn't feel good. Like there's days like you do something, you're like, man, this sucks. Like I don't, like I get up and go to the gym really early in the morning. There's days I wake up and I'm like, oh, I have no desire to get out of this bed. And then, you know, as the old adage goes, you get in, you get to feel going. But there's even days like after you've done your workout and despite feeling accomplished, you may not feel fired up. You may just still feel tired again. And usually that's an indicator that maybe you need to rest or you need to kind of shift some gears a little bit. But ultimately, you're not going to, you may not feel that happiness. And that's because self-discipline is a behavior. It is not an emotion. Motivation is an emotion. Self-discipline is a behavior or ultimately is a set of behaviors. And no matter what you're doing, you got to do it consistently. Structure leads to consistency. And consistency leads to self-discipline, and self-discipline leads to change. And that's how you create that change in your life. So how do you generate self-discipline? One of the things I challenge people to do is to be able to create like a daily routine or daily task. If you had the opportunity to listen to Burn the Ships with uh, my interview with Jeff, he, man, he does such a great example of talking about the discipline. Just like all these guys that are so profoundly motivated and have created such profound changes in their life, people want to build up on the motivation that he has, and he'll tell you that. But ultimately, just like for any of those guys, they're so disciplined. He has those five things that he does every day, and I think everybody needs to create something like that to be able to create that change for themselves. You know, making the bed's always an easy one. That's what we talked about in that podcast. And then being able to build from that. And that is really going to come to what behaviors do I need to do to get to my change? So if I want to learn a second language, what do I need to give up? What do I need to do to get that? And I think that's the twofold question. And we've talked about this in other shows before. What behaviors do I need to do? And what behaviors do I need to give up? to get to that end goal. So if I want to lose 10 pounds, what behaviors do I need to do on a daily basis? And what things do I need to give up on a daily basis to be able to get to that place? And how can I consistently do it? And so that's looking at it for yourself, being able to go back to what we just mentioned earlier. What was that fire that you had? What's that motivator that you have right now? Build your structure from it. Don't live on it. So then being able to say, what behaviors do I need to put in my structure to continue to press forward and do this on a daily basis. And a, a good example is like someone who wants to learn archery. That kind of sounds wild, like you may be sitting here listening, like I have no desire to learn how to shoot a bow. But bear with me because I think this will be really important. So if I want to learn how to shoot a bow, I'm going to have to do a lot of training. I'm going to have to work at it. I'm going to have to learn it. I'm going to have to understand it. I'm going to have to read it. And so I've got to create a structure in my day of doing things that help me be a better not even a bow hunter, just a better archer. So if I'm looking to do that, it may be difficult for me to shoot a bow every day. Maybe I don't have that ability to to grab a bow and just go shoot. So what are the things that I can do on a consistent basis? Do that is it reading something? Is it specific exercises I can be doing? Is it stretches I can be doing? Is it videos you can be watching or people you can be talking about it with? And then doing your practice on top of that. I think many times people think well, the reason I can't make that change is because 
it's just really hard for me to, to get to the gym every morning or maybe it, it's really hard for me to to go to that class because I got all these things if you don't have to do those things every day to create the change but you have to do something that connects to that behavior that's going to help you get to your change it's very hard to go shoot a bow every day but if you're doing the things that help you become a better archer, then when you go shoot that bow, you're going to be ready and prepared and can do the things you need to do. Ultimately, you still have to do the behavior. Some people, I think, get caught in that concept of doing all the other things but the thing, right? So it's really easy to, to do all the planning, watch all the videos, do all the stuff, and then when it comes down to it, they just never do it. So they're always in a training mode and never actually training. So you've got to make the time to actually do the behavior to create the change. But how do you do that? The next thing is you've got to fuel it. So there's our motivator. How do we stay motivated? Do we put motivational quotes around the room? Do we do things to kind of build us up in times that we need it? That's a great way to keep it motivated. Do we always you know, kind of do a lot of visualization? There's a lot of work out there about how to be visualizing your end goal. There's a lot of athletes and performance psychology that do this. Um, and you, you, you can read different books about that of these athletes who will just visualize them completing the things visualizing the putt visualizing the shot visualizing the pass and being able to execute it better because they're visualizing it that's a great way to fuel your structure and your self-discipline is it being able to build a community around you that also have very similar goals i think that can be very very important as you try to make some type of changes who are the people that you have around you are they helping motivate you back to that emotion help reaffirming your structure are they giving you a hard time and say oh no you don't need to go to bed early you can stay up later with us and play video games or oh you don't need to go to that class you can come you know come do happy hour with us instead like are they going to be able to be there for you and with you or are they against you but building a community around you and then the second thing so we have the structure we've created the discipline we're building things around our discipline but then you've got to protect your discipline not only are you nurturing it to continue to have your discipline grow, because remember, discipline is a behavior. Behaviors are always growing. But then you have to protect it from those outside forces. And that's things that we, you know, we've talked about it before. If you haven't checked out the Emotional Gas Tank podcast, I recommend it. Because this is a situation where you've got to be constantly fueling yourself. If you are emotionally cashed, if you were going into your day already on a half a tank of gas, there's no way you're going to be able to maintain that structure to be able to be disciplined. It's just too hard. The brain, the brain and body does not have that much resources to give. Because as we talked about before, motivation is very taxing, so it's going to check that out. So you're not going to be happy with what you're doing. And then if you don't have a structure and your structure is weak and your, and your gas tank is low, then man, how are you going to live? What are you living on? Fumes. We all see what happens when we do that in, in our car. We end up coasting in the gas tank if we're lucky. If not, we're walking down the side of the road. So you're in the same place with your change right now. How are you protecting your discipline and your structure? And how are you creating it and then nurturing it? And that is where you're going to constantly build on this change. So motivation, an emotion, it's a starter and an energizer. It's a way to keep us going to our end goal. It's a way to get us going to our end goal. But it's not what we're living on. We're living on our structure and we're living on our discipline. And when we live on our structure and we live on our discipline, we are going to achieve our goals over time. May not be right back in the, you know, right in it, but it will be there. It definitely will be there.
So why else would your discipline struggle? So we know that the motivation is going to fade. We know that you're going to create your discipline. But what are the pitfalls with it? Like, how can you get in trouble? We know we need to nurture it. We know we need to protect it. But ultimately, even if you're nurturing your self-discipline, and even if you're protecting it from the other things, we have to always be aware of what's going on around us. Are we falling into our, our comfort zone? Is it easy? Because let's get real. If you're trying to make a change, it's going to take that side effect, as we said before. You're giving up something. It's really easy to go back home at night and start watching Netflix instead of doing that extra class to be able to take that next promotion. You know, there's that quote by uh, The Rock who he says, why would you go work 40 hours a week for another person's money but not go home and work on your own? If you've got that fire, if you've got that motivation, if you've got that change, go do it and protect it and nurture it, but then don't fall back into that comfort zone of just kind of cruising. I've, I've, I've been victim to that many times. Heck, I've been victim to that with this podcast at times. Like I'll get fired up and I get to doing it and I stay consistent with it. And then maybe I get back in that comfort zone. I'm not doing the things I need to do. And so I may not be doing it like I need to. I think it's really easy to do certain things like that where we're motivated and we want to do these things and we want to continue to connect and grow and whatever that looks like. But we get in that comfort zone. We're not protecting it, as I said before. And so when we're not protecting our discipline, it's not to say that you're undisciplined, but it's being able to say that you've gotten back into your comfort zone. And for many people, that comfort zone may mean that promotion. That comfort zone may mean, really, I mean, when we talk high stakes, living in sobriety, it could be your life. So always being aware that you could be getting back in your comfort zone. Always being aware that you could be getting very distracted with the things that are around you. Another thing is you, you may not get the results you want immediately. And I think this is the biggest one. And I think if you talk to any like personal trainer or helper or self-help coach or anybody that's kind of in that, in that world, they'll say that's probably one of the greatest pitfalls is the lack of immediate results. You know, we as humans, especially living in Western culture in America, we live in a instant gratification world. Like if we want it, we got it. It's right there. But with these changes, many times it takes long-term discipline, long-term dedication. It doesn't happen overnight. That can be very, very frustrating for you. If you want to lose weight, you're not going to do 100 crunches and walk back in and have a six-pack app. That's just not happening. If you want to put on some muscle, you're not going to do some curls two days a week and get to that end goal. If you want to learn new knowledge about a subject, you're not just going to think about it and look at the outside of the book and happen. you got to be doing it on a regular basis and being okay with trusting the process. When I was in training, really all of my training, both when being a therapist and then being a medication provider, one of the biggest things that I always talked about was trusting the process. Trust the process of change. And if you have a structure and you have a discipline, you're going to get there. Maybe a month, maybe three months, maybe two years, maybe five years, maybe 10 years. But you will get there. And it may be never ending. It may be a constant journey, which that's what we should all be on is a constant journey. But that specific goal, trust the process. 
And as you're trusting that process, as you're being disciplined, as you're being in this structure that you've created, being happy of being in it. So many times we get so focused on that end result of that change because we're either trying to live on the motivation of the change or we're trying to live up to what that end goal is going to be like that we completely forget about living through the change, living through the discipline, living through the structure. And when we do that, ultimately we get very frustrated and we'll quit because we're not getting results. We're not happy in the situation we're doing it. We're frustrated. And so we quit. And so I heard this quote a long time ago and it's something that I really hold on to. It's honor the process of becoming. Not only do we need to trust the process of change, trust the self-discipline and the structure and all the things that we're doing, the behaviors that's creating the change, but honor it. Honor the process of becoming who you're going to be. Because if you can do that, you're going to sustain the behaviors that's going to get you to your change and your journey to your change will be way more fulfilling than just kind of going and buying your time. I remember when I was in school, I used to always think like, if I could just get through that next exam, if I could just get through that next class. And I got into a mindset that was very futuristic thinking. And so I really struggled to be in the present because I was always thinking on the next one and the next one and the next one, not realizing all this stuff was happening in my life. And I was learning all this knowledge and not even being thankful for it at times because you're just trying to survive. And looking back, it's really easy because you're not in it. But maybe you're in that place right now. Maybe you are, Maybe you have already moved past motivation and created a structure. Maybe you have created this self-discipline. Are you honoring your process? Are you trusting and honoring your process? Honor the process of becoming because you deserve it. And ultimately, your change will be way longer lasting and more fulfilling because you honored the process. So don't live on motivation. I think it's really hard to do. I think our culture really pushes this because it's really fast. It's an instant gratificator. But I think if you read any book by any good motivator, any good self-help coach, what you're always going to come back to is this constant, constant pursuit of self-discipline and structure. I've never seen a motivator who's motivated themselves and done something. Not the person that's like, you know, came up with a theory, but someone who's truly motivated and came out of something who didn't do it through self-discipline and structure. That is the it factor within your change. So no matter where you're at right now, I would just challenge you, whatever you're trying to achieve, whatever that looks like, whether, you know, we go through so many different examples and I don't know what journey you're in. You could always, you know, throw something to us on Instagram. Just let us know what you're working through. That can be really helpful just so we know. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram and, and I'd love to know kind of what journey you're on of change just so we can kind of get a better feel of it. But whatever it is, whether you're, you know, trying to learn a second language, you're trying to be a better partner, you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to learn stuff, whatever it is, evaluate right now where it sits. Are you living solely on motivation? So do you have that fire right now? Do you have a structure yet? If you don't, how are you going to create that structure? What's it going to look like? How are you going to stay disciplined to it? 
if you already have the structure and you already have the, and you are already doing all these things, are you truly trusting your process? And if you are, are you honoring it on a daily basis by what you're doing? If you are doing these things, you are going to achieve your goal, no matter what that goal is. So continue to challenge your mindset. Continue to challenge these myths that society will tell you about motivation is the only way to get to your change and create that structure in your life. Do that work. Have that discipline. And if no, no matter what, wake up every morning, make your bed, and do something that gets you closer to your end goal. Be that change.